Hello and welcome to the ranking of Loot Grind RPGs, our journey to create the ultimate tier list of Loot Grind RPG games. Each episode we discuss and rank one of these games into our tier list. This show is a production of the S-Rank Media Club and is available on YouTube and all podcast platforms. This is ranking of Loot Grind RPGs. Uh, today's episode, uh, Monster Hunter World. I'm Colton, here with Scott and Quinn. Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? So... Um, Monster Hunter World, uh, it's, uh, you know, a great game. We've been playing it for about five weeks now. Um, so we'll kind of get right into it here. Uh, we'll start with the story. Um, story of Monster Hunter World to me, uh, not why I came to Monster Hunter World. And I, I don't love the story in Monster Hunter World. And I, I saw a review saying the story was bad and they gave it a thumbs down. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know why you came to this for the story, but um, yeah. How are you guys on the story of monster hunter world? Yeah. Um, not the best. It didn't seem like that was the focal point, which I, I guess it's okay. Yeah. I think it does. A, I think it does its job and, and kind of uh, developing the entire world so it gives you know exposes you to all the different areas which i think is important but other than that it's kind of cumbersome and and overrated in my opinion like you think the story's overrated i think so are people rating the story highly (laughs) (laughs) i feel like well that's true that's a good point but I, i don't know it's like that you don't really get anything out of it you're, you're saying I mean, even it's at its cool. low rating, it's overrated. I gotcha. I mean, I guess you could put it like that, but but yeah, that's kind of my feelings. I don't. What about you, Kudrow? I mean, I mean, I'm kind of in the. I was in the same boat. I was, you know, basically the whole day is like the story is just a means for me to fight more cool stuff. Uh, that said, though, I, I I was prepared to write it off on that if it wasn't for one thing that made me consider it a little bit more. Uh, and that was like, especially when they started talking about when they started talking about the interconnectedness between uh, the Coral Highlands and the Rotten Vale. I did a little bit of I did a little bit of reading into that, not enough to be able to explain it as much as I would like to. But uh, apparently, like there's actually a uh, there's biological processes in the ocean uh, called uh, uh, marine snow and uh, upwelling that other than the fact that it takes place on land is actually like the, the interconnectedness the, between the Rotten Vale and the Coral Highlands. It's actually a pretty accurate representation of that. So the mere fact that like, you know, they're actually incorporating real life ecology into that story actually made me appreciate it a lot more than I maybe would have otherwise. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I'll, I'll still say you're not playing Monster Hunter for the story. You're playing it for to fight cool monsters. But right. I mean, at the very least, I'm not gonna. I, I will at the very least give the story the the due credit it deserves for that. Yeah, and and I I like the story aspects when it's like the lore of the monsters. Kind of, I feel like I'm cool with you telling me about this crazy bullshit about whatever monster I'm gonna go fight. But the stuff with like the what are they called? The third waves are they called waves yeah the third waves yeah all the stuff with that and like the talking to the leader and the lead hunter it it comes off as um just so serious and like 
I don't know. It, it, it I kind of like just I don't like skip it. I listen to what they say, but I I forget about it after. I don't really care about it. I'm I, right. I'm there to fight the monsters too. The the more that I'm thinking about it, the more frustrated I'm getting because I'm remembering the cutscenes. <laughs> and and the cutscenes were the worst part of the game, I would say, by far. At least when it comes to trying to play with your friends. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, we could we can go into the early game experience here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good uh I guess yeah. good transition, but like and I think it'd be a little different if we didn't start when the DLC was already out because we kind of got those those nice um, weapons and, and oh armor, which, yeah yeah right which, yeah I guess yeah let's let's talk, let's talk about how they give you the defender weapons and armor and what that did for you guys. So coming into this, I had played a lot of this game before, but uh, Quinn and Kudro had not. And when they released the DLC, they added. Um, a defender armor set and defender weapons. And these things basically just like boost you to like end of main game stats very quickly um, and very easily. So yeah, if you guys want to, you guys take it away with that. I mean, I feel like that just kind of covers it. I mean, you get these uh, very much, you get the guardian set from the onset, which is a very powerful armor set i mean i wore it from beginning to end of the main story i there was never a need for me to change my armor you had at you had good enough defenses and the guardian and the guardian angel ability which i think had like a coin flips chance of procking at the skill level it was which drastically reduced any damage you took i so it really it there i never had a need to grind armor and the mm. defender weapons are much easier to upgrade uh, because they only required like a single monster yeah. part. I don't know if I can describe. I don't know if I can describe how much easier those were to upgrade. Like upgrading weapons when I was playing was like my whole thing. Like that was my. I was like trying to get better weapons, and I had to go hunt specific things to get them. But the defender weapons are like take down one Anjanath, and you can upgrade this thing like a level. It's like right. It's wild. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you could just upgrade those just by playing the main story quests and. They're and the their uh their damage out outranks any other weapon at their level. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean the only thing I had to grind for specifically because I was using the insect glaive, I had to grind some materials for my uh kinsect. That was it. Yeah. Gotcha, and, gotcha. And if I was I, using any other weapon, I wouldn't have had to have grinded for anything. Right. And I get like wanting to lessen that curve, but to get people to your DLC, you know, get them to buy the DLC. But I, part of me, a lot of the fun of that game was building up my armor and weapons. Like that, that was kind of the thing I like about these games is that aspect of it. Um, So I was a bit sad you guys didn't get to experience that. Um, But I mean, I still had fun just further upgrading my weapon sets. Right. Could you put a number on like, we'll say percentage wise, like how percentage wise, how much did it cut down on the time needed to like to move forward in the game? Probably like, oh, well, at different spots, I would say total time. It seemed like maybe like five to six times it probably divided the time Um, just because they're so strong. And that armor just has crazy defense. Yeah. but yeah, so so I guess 
early game experience there, you guys didn't really have any challenge at the early game because your weapons and armor were so strong. And right. then the other early game thing, kind of Quinn, if, if you want to talk about that, that you pointed to with the cutscenes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of delivered as like a co-op loot game, right? And I, it kind of reminds me of a lot of like an MMO yeah. game that you can play with your friends. Definitely has all the, the, Right, and the one that I most recently played is New World, which, you know, I played with my friends and you could be in like a squad of four, but, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's collecting the same resources. Similarly here, like you all go into a world four strong and, and you're collecting the same things. So mm-hmm. sort of same thing. But if, if you haven't like, watched a cutscene, no matter if you're at the same point or after it like you it wouldn't allow you to start certain quests that were mm-hmm. um a part of the story so it was just frustrating that you essentially just had to start the quest yourself wait for the cutscene to end and then you could you know invite your friends to help you um, which was, was really frustrating. but Right. And it just kind of takes away from like the flow and you like get on with your friends and it's like, hey, let me show you this cool game. And then it's like, oh, okay, everybody wait 15 minutes while I go get to the cutscene of this monster so we can all jump in here. Right. It, I, yeah. I have to imagine it's something on like deep in the coding that they could not get around because I don't know why else that would be a thing. Yeah, I feel like it could just be an easy fix of like just show the cutscene again. Like it's already in the game files. Like just, just bring it back oh, up. Oh right, and, right. Yeah, like bring you good along with it. Yeah, I would be right. fine seeing a cutscene instead of just having to wait outside for the right. Whole time. <laughs> I mean, it was like you prepare for the quest and then you start the quest and then you're like, oh, I can't join you because it says the yeah. player hasn't watched the cutscene. And this this uh, multiplayer problems was like a huge Monster Hunter World, I believe, got review bombed when it first came out because of multiplayer issues. Um, and I was just playing solo at the time, so I never ran into any of it. But when we played, we kind of got to see some of at least some of the issues. And um, I feel like that really kind of took away from the experience early on. It was very like it made it very disjointed. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then, like, you couldn't do quests together either. It seemed like, like, well, it it just it depended because, like, assigned quests we had the problem that Quinn was talking about, but optional quests or anything like that, like, it was easy enough just to sync up and do those together. Right. Right. They definitely did some things really well. Where, like, like you had said, you had mentioned when we were playing, is like, if we were doing a quest out by ourselves, waiting for the the cutscene, you actually could lo- not necessarily leave the party, but mm-hmm. you could go help someone out without having to leave yeah. the server. Right. Which yeah. Is the, really wor- nice. the way it sets up the world thing where you can all just be in the same one, but on different kind of quests is pretty cool. Right. That's true. Yeah. I think they did some things well, but definitely I would say that's the biggest drawback, especially for a game that's been out for a while and you give added strength of weapons and armor right so. yeah maybe they could have fixed that too um yeah so from there i guess we can move on to kind of the format of the hunts and kind of how that works so the, i mean the format essentially is you go in you're hunting a monster depending on your research level you may have to track the monster a little bit and then 
you will get uh, these kind of magic green flies that will lead you to where the, the tracks are, where the monster is. And then as you level up your research level, if it gets high enough, you can then just see where the monster is at as soon as you enter the map. Um, so for like after you hunt it multiple times, if you're um, collecting information on it, you'll literally be able to see it when you drop in. Um, and monsters, then you can go and you can fight them and sometimes they'll run away. Um, and then when they get weak, a lot of times they'll make their way back to their nest. Um, other things about the hunts, you can sign up for what they, they like, uh, story missions, essentially. Then there's optional missions. Then there's other investigations to hunt certain monsters. And you start off with just hunts that are just single monster. But then as you get further in, you're, you're able to take optional quests where you're hunting, like, hunt these two or these three monsters in this time limit. Um so I think it's got cool ideas. Um, any, any, what do you guys think about that? I definitely think it's, they, they create so much content, you know, mm-hmm. all these different types of quests for the, the purpose of looting and grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're playing with friends, obviously it should take you a little longer to, to beat right. the monster. Um, if you have help, but I, I, yeah, I think the idea is there and, you know, if this game's for you, then, you know, it's exactly what you want. Like, if you want to go just grind and upgrade your uh, equipment, I think it's it's a great game. Um, so I, I would recommend it if you're looking for that type of game. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Kudra, any comments about the hunts? I mean, not really. I mean, they all kind of follow. I, to me, they have felt like they all follow the same basic formula. I mean, you you track the monster, you you track the monster, you fight it, you kill it, you farm, you hopefully get the materials that you want. Uh, the breaking the breaking of the parts I always thought was an interesting mechanic because uh, I mean, typically you would have at least three or four different parts on the monster that you can strike repeatedly to break it for a greater chance to get that material. Mm-hmm. Uh. Other than, I mean, other than that, though, I mean, another way, I suppose, like, probably the most interesting thing, too, was, like, how the ecosystem worked. I mean, always having, like, particularly that damn devil, Joe. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> the other monsters interrupting. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, it's like, I like that feature a lot. It's like, could be, can be good or bad, because, I mean, sometimes it just completely messes up the monster you're hunting, but sure. then other times it just... At other times, it's just now it's just two monsters beating the crap out of you. So, yeah, right. I, I feel like it's sometimes it's kind of fun though. Like it's really funny to me. Like I'm going, and then all of a sudden, you're in a room where three monsters are just trying to beat the shit out of each other, and you're mm-hmm. just getting bashed around. And I, I kind of like that. That's that can just happen. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say one last thing. I for, totally forgot about was the traps, which. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I never really used the traps besides the one story mission where you had to use a, a trap. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it would have been better if they forced you into using traps more often within the story or not. But I don't know. To me, it didn't really seem like I needed to put in the work to use them to my advantage. Like, I, I, we, you know, just hack and slash and you can kill the monster. I think maybe on harder... Maybe once you get up to harder rank stuff, maybe. But I, I also never got good at using the traps, and I always like wanted to. It seemed like a cool idea, but I never got that deep into the traps either. 
Um, I feel like that's I feel like that's part of a consequence of at least for Quinn and I using the defenders equipment. Yeah, because I because the whole thing is like I see where traps can be super useful, particularly when you're uh, like, you know, if you catch a monster sleeping, which a lot of times you do either at the beginning or the end of a hunt. Mm -hmm. I mean, theoretically, like, I mean, you could just line a monster's entire nest with pitfalls and exploding barrels. Wake that, it up, wake it up, and then just watch the fireworks go off. Yeah, that does sound pretty fun. Wasn't uh, something I ever did myself, but it's definitely something that could be done, and I have seen done in like other uh, and like gameplay videos and such for it. Something else that I've found fun that we didn't really get too much in terms of just playing through the the kind of through the story main game is when time becomes an actual factor. Most of the story quests you have like. 50 minutes to hunt one monster and it's pretty easy but mm. <laughs> but i've done some where it's like hunt these two monsters in 30 minutes and it can be actually kind of a challenge and i've had a lot of fun like working against the clock in those situations so i i, I do think that's kind of a fun aspect but i almost wish you ran into it a little more in the main game because i don't feel like it pressures you much with time there's okay. one hunt i did that I hated it. It was hunting. It was a special assignment hunting a devil Joe. And it was like right at the top of my hunter rank at the time that I could accept that stupid monster took me 46 minutes to kill <laughs> the most annoying garbage. I ever, I, I hate that monster. Yeah. That's one of the tougher so ones. <laughs> yeah. I think one hunt took a little longer to get to that point but uh i think the reason was because i i either stepped away from my game and i also started fighting a monster that didn't need to be killed for the mission so i think like you said i also encouraged really I, I was helping you fight that monster he was right there right. He, right. <laughs> he looked at me funny <laughs> i had to beat him up <laughs> so a certain dominance yeah no that's definitely a good point so uh, I guess we'll go in terms of hunting the monsters, uh, the weapons in this game. Um, so I, in my experience, I had a lot of fun with trying out a few different weapons. Um, I ended up, I think I've tried out like five of them and I kind of, I've looked at stuff on the other ones, picked out the ones I thought were cool. And I basically used two different weapons most of the time. Um, I really like the bow a lot, um, but I like that each weapon kind of has seems to have a very different style. Like all the weapons seem pretty extravagantly different with a lot of different abilities. So like when I was switching sometimes between three weapons, I'd be like, the weapons were so different. I'd have to be like, okay, I got to like adjust my style here when I switch to this weapon. Um, and I kind of like that there's so much variance between the weapons. It, it feels a lot different switching. Um, did you guys use many weapons or were you mostly on one? Um, I chose the insect glaive yeah. in the beginning. I used the insect glaive all the way through to the end. <laughs> I didn't need another weapon. Okay. Right. The defender weapons. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it, was mostly, it was mostly just the insect glaives. I, I did not find, there was not a single hunt that I did where I'm like, I really wish I had a different weapon. <laughs> Oh, insect glaive. If 
if it if it lived, it could be killed using that weapon. Yeah, I I started with the uh, I don't remember what they're called the twin blades. Oh, okay, yep. Um, first, and then I was like, oh, the great the great blade would be a lot of fun to play, and so I did. I think I did one quest or something like that, and then I was like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> Got to get the giant sword. That's <laughs> the time to to like swing that thing. It was just in, insane. So then yeah. I switched to the katana, the long sword. Um, yeah, and I used that for the the rest of my time playing the game um it was just a lot easier to do what i wanted to do just it was you know pretty mobile and pretty simple to use so gotcha Um, again it was a defender blade as well so (laughs) oh yeah of course um from there we can kind of talk about weapon upgrading um and i guess armor upgrading kind of or armor crafting in the same vein um I feel like kind of part of the main loop of this game, part of that grind loop is upgrading your armor and weapons. And we kind of already talked about how you guys had the defender stuff, but there's just a massive tree of different weapons with different elements that you can create and you have to get certain monster parts. And I think for me, that's kind of what makes the game for me is the upgrade stuff with the, the weapons. I, I really think that's cool. I love like building up my weapons and going to hunt down specific items to upgrade, you know, a web to a weapon that I really want to get to. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the drive of the loot and grind for me is I like upgrading the stuff and I like creating the armors and kind of like trying to make my character look cool. That's, that's kind of a draw. I'm like, I want to get this armor, get this armor set, make my character look cool, get some fire defense. Um, so I feel like the the weapon and armor system is is superb in this game. I think it's great. I love that that makes the whole loop. Um, and I, I Kudra, I think you had started to kind of look at some of the armor stuff later in the game for elemental resistances. But I don't know yeah, if I yeah, because I was like I was looking through. Uh, I was definitely looking through certain armors. Like I noticed, like the Nergagante set had like much better defenses than the Defender set. Uh, I was looking at like some of the others just for like certain elemental defenses because I noticed like by the end, uh, particularly the uh, I'm actually forgetting the name of the monster, uh, the one with a lion head and uh, oh, uh, oh god, what's he the called? Fire, the fire guy. Yeah, the fire dragon. Uh, not Valhazak. Uh, oh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his name. He's so cool. You know, it doesn't matter. But basically, uh, the whole basically the whole thing was like, yeah, at certain points in the game, it felt like you really needed that elemental defense to match certain monsters, Is and particularly tail? because so many of them used fire. It seemed yeah. like good fire defense became more of a necessity. Now, I still ended up just, you know, going through it with the defender set, but um, yeah, I, I could definitely see where elemental weaknesses were a thing. Is the is the monster Teostra? Teostra, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so for me, playing solo without the defender gear, um, getting that elemental resistance was key for some things. Um, at one point, I wanted to upgrade to a particular sword, and I had to go hunt this creature, uh, Toby Kadachi, who had 
electricity. So I, I built out electric armor to then go fight them. And it went way better once I had the electric defense. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an example of that system. Um, so from there, we can kind of go into the layout of the systems. So I, I think this is kind of a, a spot for me that is an annoyance in a way. Um, because I feel like there's not like a super easy way to get to all the systems very easily. Um, and it's like, I'm always running around trying to find different people that like you talk to one guy in one particular spot, and then you got to go to a wildly different spot across to do something else specific. And I almost wish there was just an easier way to work with all those systems and have them all right in front of me instead of having to like talk to the captain guy and walk to, I, I just felt like some of those I would just like miss and forget about. Um, but did you guys, did that bother you guys at all? Or are you fine with that setup? Um, I definitely can see how that's an issue. I didn't get too deep, but a lot of it was pretty overwhelming, you know, being my first time playing monster hunter. Um, just the sheer amount of, um, people that you can talk to and the different things that they can do. Yeah. So it didn't really like draw me in per se as much as maybe it should have. But in terms of this, are you you're talking about like systems in, the, in general? Yeah. You're talking about like item the, systems as well. Kind of like in the lobby, like, uh, for example, like the system where you can cultivate different things from the botanical okay. garden. And sometimes I would just forget they existed and they're just kind of off over in this spot. And I would, and then like the captain guy you got to talk to who brings back materials every time he comes right, back into yeah. port, or like the trail rider safari where you can send like cats out to get stuff for you. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes I'd like, remember the thing I wanted to do. And I'd be like, wait, where the hell was this person I need to talk to? Um, it just, I don't, something about it feels not streamlined when I'm trying to do stuff. Um, and, you know, maybe some people like like going to, and out to different places within the lobby area, which I guess would be fine. I just wish it was something about it was organized differently. I, I don't know why, but I, it, it, there's something about it that kind of annoys me a little bit. It doesn't feel streamlined. Um, yeah, I definitely, I can see where you're coming from that because it, there's just there's a lot happening even in that lobby area, but um, I definitely understand what they're trying to do. Um, but but yeah, I, I was definitely overwhelmed. Like all these tutorials, like every time you talk to someone new, it was like a new tutorial, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to read <laughs> all of this just to you know plant some right some plant or something like that, or get some items and yeah. I definitely I agree with you on that on that point. So, yeah, this is beginning uh, to make me think you guys just don't play a lot of JRPGs. <laughs> that's something that bothers <laughs> about a lot of them too. So, I'm about to say, cause I mean, like going back to Xenoblade Two for a minute. It's like you know, I feel like first 25 hours of that game are basically one long tutorial. That <laughs> sounds you're, like because you're still like. 25 hours in and they're like oh yeah now we're gonna add a new facet onto this combat system that we haven't really talked about before <laughs> well yeah i mean like no that that did not bother me at all i mean like 
I mean, it's definitely a lot to keep track of, and I can certainly yeah. see where you're coming from if you're trying to yeah. interact with all of those systems at once with the botanical right. gardens and, you know, getting resources out of that. The uh, the cat uh, crew, I, I know that's not their name, but uh, having them search for materials for you. Right. Everyone, everyone always asking you for side quests to like, you know, get specific materials, but I mean, I mean, yeah, but that, I feel like everything is laid out, organized, is organized well enough to where you can keep track of it. And as far as the home and the home base itself is nowhere, it's not, I feel like the base itself isn't like laid out in a complicated way. It's pretty straightforward where everything is. It's like, so you could do it it just i don't know i wish something about it it just doesn't work for me it's just i guess it's just a personal thing of mine i i can't say there's necessarily anything wrong with it your standards are too high (laughs) i think that might that might be it golden um so i guess let's let's move on to the later game experience so we had talked about the early game and kind of some of the stuff there i felt like when we were playing later game i was having more fun with the stuff we were doing it seemed like the monsters were finally able to maybe put up more challenge to your gear um and there was less of the waiting time for cutscenes and to join up on missions mm-hmm yeah, I definitely agree with that. I didn't play as nearly as much as you guys did, but once we got past that hump of finishing the, the main story arc, I definitely found more of a challenge um, in fighting the different monsters and and some new monsters too, because I think that's important too, to, to bring new monsters in even after the, the end of the story and, and kind of the expose the players to you know different elements and and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. um just to drive that gear upgrading and um mechanic and and stuff like that and i think that that was a a really good um touch by them so yeah i feel it feels like post game is where monster hunter really begins is that so the whole thing is like at that point then you're you know you've You've got the hunter rank up to where you can start doing all these optional quests, the special assignments, the events. And, you know, that's when you can start forming all the hunter groups, doing all the really getting engaged with the multiplayer. Like, yeah, so. I, I think you would have got more of that had you not had the defender armor. But, yeah, I, I would agree. Like, there's a lot more to do in terms of grinding and stuff in the later game. So that's like the one thing though. It's like I can't imagine like going through this game and just having to spend tens of hours hunting like hunting a specific monster just for certain gear. Uh, it just say, seems like such a time sink. I wouldn't say it's quite that extreme when you're playing um, without the defender gear. It's just you, you have to hunt. You know, you might have to hunt things a couple times or a few times over the course of the game. But there's there's also it seems like with the defender armor, like you, you might need to do some of the optional quests if you're if you don't have the defender armor to upgrade some of your stuff, just to hunt some of the other monsters. Whereas mm-hmm. with the defender armor, you can kind of breeze past most of the optional kind of stuff you might run into. Yeah, which is what I, which is what I ended up doing. I mean, yeah. as I said, like the the biggest optional stuff I had to do was just to upgrade the Kinsect. Yeah, and there there is a grind to it though, so that's definitely a thing. Um, so. Uh, our, our last thing to talk about here with Monster Hunter is the monsters themselves. Um, so 
I, I figure the best way for us to kind of really discuss out the best monsters in the game is to do a top tier draft of the best monsters in Monster Hunter. So um, I can get a random number generator here to decide who's going to start us off. Um, think about your numbers. All right, Kudro, pick a number between one and ten. Uh, eight. Okay. Okay, and... Quinn, pick a number between one and ten. Oh, with two. All right, we'll see whose number comes up first. And there's a two. All right. So, Quinn, you will go first, and we will go clockwise from there. So we'll, we'll go through and do a snake draft here. Um, so the person who picks third in the first round will pick first in the second round. Um, and we're only doing monsters from the base game, um, not Iceborne. So, uh, Quinn, uh, I linked a page with all the monsters so you could have them all right in front of you. Um, go ahead and tell us about what you're picking with first overall in the monster draft. Um, I think I got to go with Nergigante. It's like the most yeah. badass, in my opinion. That's a that's a good one one pick. So, I was between that or the Zora Magdaros, but uh, I don't know. I think Nergigante is a, a good number one. Pick. Kind of boring. It's just a big blob, right? The only reason I was considering it is because it's like the entirety of the story and it kind of opens up everything, but yeah. yeah so, um, all right, Kudrow, that makes uh, you uh, very disappointed because I was gonna, I was <laughs> definitely gonna pick Nergigante. I mean, thing eats elder dragons. I feel like we could just end it right here. Every other monster is just food for the Nergigante. <laughs> I mean, his armor set's pretty cool. I, I will say that. Uh, it's a little too spiky for my aesthetic tastes, but it's definitely got good stats. Uh, I, I feel, okay, if Nergigante is off the table, I mean, just in terms of pure aesthetics, I really thought Xenojiva was really cool. The final the final boss of the main story. So I'll uh, I'll take that one. Yeah, he was pretty cool. He had like the, the glowing parts. Um, but he's also taller than the other dragons, which makes him much harder to hit with some of the weapons. Yeah, I mean, um, you're basically striking at his feet unless you have the bow or the insect glaive. Yeah, I liked using the bow a lot better against him because of that. Um, so first pick for me. I think I got to go with a classic dragon. I'm going to go Azure Rathalos, the blue Rathalos. It's a good pick. Um, I just Rathalos to me is like the, the standard cool dragon of the game. I mean, Rathalos and Raytheon, I guess they both kind of fit that. I think uh, they're more wyverns than dragon. Just going to throw that out there. But what does that mean? Uh, so, I mean, Wyvern, I mean, the, so you have the, 
you know, I feel like the internet argues about this one a lot, but you know, you have with you have the dragon, which is like you know, four legs, four-legged wizard, wings, you know, that sort of thing. Wyverns have two legs, and they kind of always balance themselves on like these like little spindly arms on their wings. All right, so it's a wyvern, a classic wyvern. That's it's a dragon to me. <laughs> it's kind of a dragon to me too. Um, and oh, you're, with, oh, you're wrong. Along with the Azura Rathalos, I gotta take the uh, the sibling of it, the Pink Raytheon. Building a squad of dragons. Yeah, uh, you're building a squad of rip wyverns. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Raytheon, kind of same deal. It's just a cool dragon. <laughs> Um, but mostly for the dragonness is why I would pick those. Um, Kudra, you're up next. Uh, well, that's I already mentioned it was pretty cool before, so I'm, I guess I'll stick with it. The Teostra. That's a good one. That was on my list. And it's it's just Teostra is cool because it doesn't really look like anything in particular. It's kind of like a weird lion-faced fire griffin. Yeah, I feel, yeah, he looks more like a griffin than a dragon. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. Think, cool. Really cool looking, though. All right, am I up? Yep. Yep. All right, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, the Diablos. He was he is pretty cool. Yeah. Wait till you watch the movie. You get a lot of Diablos. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's just like his tail and his horns. Just, just stand out to me. Um, I guess I got another one, right? Yep. I'm gonna go with the Radoban, the rolling like spiky one. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a pain in the ass, but he was sweet. <laughs> um, Ra- Rabadan is it? What's it? How do you say it? Ra- Radoban, Radoban, Radoban. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was. He was pretty cool. Yeah, I I only I feel like I only fought him once or twice maybe. I never really found had run into him again, but I always saw him floating, you know, rolling around in the uh, rotten veil. But I think I only fought him once. Um, Kudro, you're up now. Oh, I am, aren't I? Uh... Hmm. I guess give me the Legiana, you know. The, you don't. You don't really want that one, though, do you? I mean, too. I mean, he is unique. <laughs> He's the only really cold-based enemy you fight in the base game. I was, I was debating because I'm like, Legania will be around when I come back. <laughs> well, you're wrong again. Yeah, no, I think Legania is awesome. I love the ice, ice. What are you? You're going to tell me this one's a wyvern too? I think I believe it is a wyvern, but oh. I will I will still claim it as my uh, in my thing. I also because I also use uh, the uh, Legiana's armor set for my uh, for my cat because I, I thought that I thought the look of it was really cool. Oh, I I like the Nergigante armor on my cat. It looks it looks he looks scary. That's fair. That's fair. Probably has better defenses than mine, but I feel like. Def- I feel like when you're uh, when it comes to your palico, I feel like looks are 
way more important than stats on that one. I might argue for myself too, but yeah. Um, well, since you've taken Legania from me, I am going to go with the classic, the Anjanath. Good old T-Rex. People love T-Rexes. Oh, and then I guess I have another pick too for my final pick. So uh, to round out my team here, I'm going to have to go with Am I allowed to take Behemoth? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We didn't really fight that in the base game. So the earliest mission, the earliest rank you can fight that thing is like Hunter rank 50. He's not, he's kind of, it's not really a fair answer because he's a Final Fantasy enemy. Uh, I'm about to say, because if you're taking Wyvern, I'm going to take Leshen next. I want uh, Basil, was it Basil Goozy? How do you, I don't know how you say that one. Uh, Basil Goose, like the Basil Goose, that's it. Yeah, that guy, something like that. I love that guy. He just fucking invades your hunt, comes through, drops grenades all over you and the monster you're fighting. (laughs) What a guy! Uh, That thing was annoying. (laughs) All right, so Kudro, your final pick. I really did not have one in mind. Where is that? Where is that monster list? Is it in, in the, the Discord? That's in the doc. Oh, it's in the doc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, me, I'm just going to take a second. So, so I'm thinking... Uh, You could have a, uh, uh, I think the great you know dagger. Wait, wait. What was the? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take the key. I'm gonna take the key. Uh, the Kieran, my uh, my lightning unicorn. Sure, you don't want the great jaggers? I'm pretty sure I want my lightning unicorn. <laughs> All right, Quinn, your final pick. I'm gonna have to go with the Kulu Yaku. <laughs> I was carrying around that rock. The armor for the Kula Yaku, like the the head armor is like a headband with a feather sticking out of it. <laughs> That's some great armor from that thing. It's got high fire resistance too. Okay. Yeah, just um, like the rock. Yeah, it takes a rock and like you can't hit him. Oh right. So <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I farm some Kuliaku to get fire resistance to fight Anjanath. Um, but yeah, so, um, further kind of going into, uh, the boss monsters or the monsters you fight, we had already talked about Nergigante, um, in the beginning here, but I feel like Nergigante was like probably the hardest fight that you run into in the game. I mean, I thought so. It was That's... the only it was the only monster that like just kicked the crap out of me the first time I encountered it. Um I mean any other fights that stood out to you guys as a tougher challenge? Well, uh Devil Joe. The Devil Joe for the special assignment also beat the crap out of me. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Yeah, that's what uh, was what was the one that we fought that was like in the poison? It was like going in and out of the poison. I think we had a little bit of a trouble with. Uh, that was down in the Rotten Vale, right? That was either yeah. the Great Gyros or the Odegaron. I'm not sure. But yeah, the, the Rotten Vale in general, though. You right, get it's tough. Poison that build up. Yep. Yeah, that's, probably, that's easily the trickiest area to hunt in, in my experience. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let me... Let's start talking about our overall thoughts on the game here. Um, so for me, I love loot grind RPGs. So the the aspects of Monster Hunter of grinding and upgrading, um, huge fan of that. I think the way their weapon system works is great. So for me, I think i want to put monster hunter high but then when i think about some of the multiplayer experience stuff and the way some of the systems just i wish they were more streamlined and the defender armor is kind of a bit annoying to me uh, i think that i put monster hunter world at a b plus and I'm interested to, at some point in the future, play Iceborne and see if that gets any higher of a score for me. See if that kind of cleans up some of that stuff. But um, I think I go with a B plus in Monster Hunter. I do recommend playing it if you like Loot Grand RPGs. I think I'm still going to play it more. I think it's a great game. Just some of the stuff on the edges I, I wish was a little more streamlined or something, but... Yeah, overall, I like it. Okay. It's a pretty good rating. Um, I like the Defender Armor, personally. <laughs> so it's kind of a bonus, because yeah. I I don't know if I would have enjoyed the game as much if I didn't have it. I think it probably could have been scaled back a little a little more, but I think yeah. for the purposes of what, what we were doing, I think it, it kind of helped, because... It wasn't super punishing in the beginning. Right. I think it could have been a little more punishing because I think it was like the first quest. Like I was getting hit and it was literally doing no damage. And I'm like, oh, I got like, I think I got like a false sense of safety and, and power from, from the game to where it wasn't as enjoyable as it could have been. You know, that's right. a challenge. Very easy. And it's not, the first ones aren't hard, but I feel like with the Defender armor, it's just it's I, trivial. It's trivial. Let's just be right. honest. Right. Um, but it did help me get used to the game and the combat and, and kind of the combat systems because I was mm -hmm. definitely kind of tripping over myself trying to figure that out in the beginning. Sure. So I think there is a little bit of balance issue there. But um, I think the biggest downfall was that multiplayer aspect like Colton mm -hmm. had talked about. And I'm not such a big loot grind RPG fan so overall i definitely would keep playing it especially if you know um if i have people on that are playing it as well i think it's you know enjoyable to play and, and stuff like that but i think right now i put it at a c plus i think it's a solid game um but again the multiplayer aspect and i think just the personal um opinion of mm -hmm. kind of grinding loot isn't my style so um I think 
C plus B is right around, but I think I have to go with the C plus. Gotcha. Kudra? I gotta be honest, I feel like you're both criminally underrating this. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, I if it's uh, an A or B plus, I but I I I mean, okay, if if you're talking I feel like the combat system in Monster Hunter is super enjoyable. I mean, the I, I had so much fun with that insect glaive, living my living my dream as a pole vaulter, uh, swinging <laughs> death from above on enemies. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean the story wasn't the story wasn't anything to write home about, but I mean, as far as ecology, I could still find things to appreciate. Uh, but I mean, I can, I can agree with Quinn when I say it's like, I don't necessarily know if I would have thought as highly of it if I had to just repeatedly hunt these same monsters over, like, repeatedly mm -hmm. to get certain materials for armor and weapon grinding. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, for what it was, I mean, I can say I had fun with this game. And, like, I still had, um, and I mean, like, even when, there were times even when you guys weren't on, like, I was still just grinding out a few hunts by myself. So... yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like the game is a pretty easy A. I like I. Even if I, I'm maybe I'm just a little bit more forgiving of some of the on of like some of the uh, main assignments where like you know you can't join until after the cutscene because I feel like even then like afterwards it's not like we had any trouble connecting after the cutscene had ended and joining the hut then it was just kind of like you know we're just in the lobby waiting for a minute or two. But yeah, right. for, for, I'd say for me, it's an easy A. I, I think what knocked it down from A to B plus for me was kind of that that stuff with the multiplayer where I felt like I wanted it to be more streamlined. Like I, I felt like the game was begging like to be multiplayer. And then it just it felt like some of it was frustrating to kind of deal with. Um, and also, I, I kind of wish maybe the way the story missions were laid out, there might've been a bit more challenge in there. Um, Cause I feel like they have challenging missions, but they're like optional stuff outside of the story. And I feel like there could have been more challenging missions along the straight main path. Um, but I would agree with you the the combat system is so good, but I don't want to, I don't want to forgive like how I wish like the, the main focus that I spent like 60 hours playing was a little bit more, challenging at times and like we had talked about with uh, the the format of the monsters how they always seem to run away like two or three times and run back to their nest i almost wish there was more variance there um i wish that some of the the trap usage maybe was i don't know more forefront or because i felt like i never really got into that but i wanted to but i felt like the game didn't lend itself to kind of getting into some of that stuff and it, monster hunter world is a really complicated game. So I'm sure that'd be very hard to do. Um, but, but overall I, I really like the game, but some of those things I think knock, it's like a B plus for me. And, and I'm kind of holding out hope that Iceborne's going to fix some of that stuff, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I think kind of expanding on my thoughts, it wasn't necessarily a game that I was like, if I had free time, I was like, Oh, like I need to play monster hunter. But like, you know, if my friends are playing, like, oh, yeah, like, I would definitely have fun playing with my friends, you know, mm -hmm. beating up some monsters. Yeah. And maybe if we play some more, 
and like we start i start getting those the fun multiplayer stuff and it washes out a little bit of that taste of kind of the non-challengingness of kind of us working through the story maybe i'll come back and revise the rating on it but i think right now i gotta say b plus just off playing through the main game um but maybe beyond that i would think better of it yeah i actually feel like my rating would probably only go up from this point forward i mean uh, to me, this is like this game would fill like two niches for me personally. It would be like the social game that I would play with friends, or it would be a the passive game that I play, just doing like hunts, just doing random hunts while I'm listening to like a podcast or something. So, you know, yeah, I agree. I like it for that. Maybe part of the reason I'm a B plus instead of an A is because I like it so much, but I want just that that little bit more streamlining and like cleaned up. And then it would be like, it's, it's almost like frustrating to me because I really like the combat system and upgrading stuff. But then some of the other stuff I feel like gets in my way. And that might be why I'm, and that might be why I'm higher on it because like, to me, the combat, which takes up the majority of the gameplay, like, I mean, I, I can forgive certain other flaws as long as I'm having fun with the combat, which comprises the majority of the gameplay, which I was. The only game, the only point at the gameplay where I felt myself not having fun, where it got tedious, actually it wasn't even like one of the main story hunts. I ended up doing the uh, like the optional mission, the crossover with the Geralt of Rivia, the Witcher event. Yeah. That hunt got tedious. I can say by the end of that hunt, I was not having fun. <laughs> I was ready for that one to be over. But uh, but other than that, like I had fun throughout the majority of it. So, all right. Well, then, now let's go ahead and place this on our ranking of loot grind tier list. So, um, let's get this thing off of Quinn's face here. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I think from where we're talking, it sounds like I can kind of slide this up at least to the CB range. Um, so I feel like in terms of ranking loot grind RPGs, I feel like this is a great loot grind RPG. Um, I feel like it really fits the categories. Um, to me, I, I would fight for I'm, I'm I would fight for like an A spot in terms of loot grind RPGs. But what do you guys think? I would definitely say an A, at least from what I've experienced. Is I mean, personally, obviously, I don't. I think that's a big part of it. It wasn't for me, but I think in terms of what it was and what it lends itself to that kind of category, I'd definitely say, you know, it does the looting and the grinding and the upgrading. It does that very well um, for what it is, and I'd say, it, um, in that category, for me, it, you know, it could well be an A. Yeah. And to me, kind of uh, in terms of like being a loot grind RPG, I can more forgive some of the main storyline stuff that bothered me. If I'm playing this as like a long term loot grind game, that stuff's not so much an issue. So I, I feel like at that point, I would say it's an A for me. But Kudrow, where are you at on this? I mean, yeah, probably an A. <laughs> All right. Well, that no arguments there then. Um, so we're all in agreement that Monster Hunter World is in the A tier. Uh, 